Hey, what's up, fools? This is your host, Lauren Leslie, with the Design Tribe Podcast, based out of beautiful Atlanta. This is the podcast version of my webinar live stream series you'll find on my website at laurenlesley.com. Leslie is spelled with an E-Y. We'll be discussing all things related to the design side of your online business and interviewing creative entrepreneurs. If you'd like to join my webinar series, you will be able to follow along with awesome slides that I made super pretty, and you'll get to interact with me on live video. I'll also be live streaming to YouTube and in the Design Tribe Facebook group if you'd rather tune in there. To sign up for the live webinars, go to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series. Or if you'd like to join our Facebook community, check out facebook.com slash groups slash design tribe Lauren Leslie. Thanks for connecting with the design tribe. Let's start the conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is Lauren Les or Lauren with Lauren Leslie Studio. And today we have special guest Tyrone Webb Jr. And I'm super excited to introduce you guys to him. Tyrone and I met about two and a half years ago, and he introduced me to this practice called spiritual scripting, and it basically completely changed my life. <laughs> and it's really encouraging um, for solopreneurs and entrepreneurs to have this type of spiritual journaling practice. So Tyrone, if you'll go ahead and introduce yourself and just tell everyone a little bit about your background and how you got into scripting. Sure. Thank you for having me, Lauren. And my name is Tyron Webb Jr. And I've been doing spiritual scripting for about four and a half years now. And I got into this because I was searching for something more, something deeper. And I always knew that I had power in me, but I was always afraid to tap into that power. Mm-hmm. And one day I went to this uh, church called the Spiritual Living Center of Atlanta. And I saw Joyce Reynolds speak. And she offered us to go to a class on Tuesday where you can learn about spiritual scripting, which is all around the law of attraction. And so I'll stop there and I'll, and I'll give the audience a little bit of my background. I moved here six years ago from New Jersey and I had no friends. I had a little bit of family, but not family that I was close to. And during from my time of not scripting and to scripting four and a half years ago, my life has changed tremendously to buying a home, having the car I want, the career I want, traveling, the financial wealth, the friends, the family, even giving and being grateful, even that whole aspect has changed my diet, what I eat, how I see the world, how I view the world. And I can say fast forward to 2018, my life has completely transformed with the mixture of spiritual scripting and taking ownership of my life. And I just have to say it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's so awesome to hear you say that. And I can say similarly for me, like it's really impacted my life and also like in a my career, I would say for sure. And just for those of you who like may not be as familiar with what scripting is, Tyrone, will you tell us what is scripting? Sure. So scripting is this unique, cool way of, I don't want to say journaling, but it's really owning your life. And you write up your life the way you want it, the way you see it all your desires and everything that you want to manifest. So a great example would be if you want to buy a home in Inman Park and you'll phrase something as divine right action, or you can say divine right order, divine God, whatever you call your God, divine right order is taking place in my life right now for me to buy the right and perfect home in Inman Park. And then from there, you have to embellish 
for what you want. So that's going to be the color, the price, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, um, if you want a lawn, if you want a swing, if you want a porch, whatever you want, if you want satellite TV, I even script down to my neighbors. And I even take it so far to when I'm going on the plane, I have the opportunity to travel for work and for pleasure that a week or two or sometimes two days before I get on the plane, I'm scripting for what I want my plane neighbor to be like. And I'm scripting out that entire detail of the conversation. I'm scripting that the flight will leave on or before time, that I land on or before time, that the weather's perfect. And it completely changes your entire outlook on life. And Mm -hmm. it allows you to just have control and not have that worry or that anger or that fear, which is what this world really instills into us. So are you writing in the future tense or how are you, you know, writing no, about I'm, your plane ride? I'm doing everything now and you don't do anything in future tense because if you do future tense, it's always going to be, I'll eventually get there. So it's like one day I want to buy a house and it's like, okay, well that one day could be in 2025. Don't set your intentions out to stop the universe, to delay the universe from giving you for what you want now. So everything is now. So I'm having a, I'm buying that house at Edmond Park now. I'm having the right and perfect flight now. Everything is in the now because time is an illusion. It is an illusion. And we get caught up on, oh, I want to have kids by 29. I want to be married by 28. And I want to have my first house by 32. And I want to do this by 35. And it's everything's now. Do you, And people always say you can't have it all. I disagree. I think you, I believe you can have it all. It just might not be at the same time because you're going to outgrow things. You're going to outgrow your career and your job. And that opens up the door for entrepreneurship. That opens up the door for marriage. That opens up the door for kids and the list goes on, but everything is in the now. That's really cool. So tell me a little bit about how it works. Like, how are you taking this idea of what you want in your life and manifesting it? Like how, like, that sounds kind of, you know, I'm just going to come from a place of someone who maybe has never heard of it um, or some, maybe some questions I would have asked in the very beginning, but how it sounds kind of like magical or, you know, like, like praying or something. How does it actually come to fruition? Do you remember the infomercial set it and forget it? I don't. (laughs) Okay. All right. So it was this guy like back in the early 2000s, he created this device, almost like a George Foreman grill, but you were able to roast turkeys in there and it was set it and forget it. So you set it, you uh, prepare your food, you throw it in this device, you set it, and you forget about it. You set a timer, you don't think about it, it just cooks automatically. Scripting is very similar to that. You write out what you want the way you want it, and you just put it out into the universe, out into the atmosphere, and you just watch it manifest into you. It's not your job to worry about how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. You just have to believe that it is going to happen. And once you change your thoughts, you start to open up your mind to new beginnings and new things that you've never seen before. So a good example would be my first scripting story was I wanted unexpected income. Hmm. People were taking me out to eat. People were, I I had free mileage points from Delta. I was able to uh, expense certain things through work. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, that money's going to come in my hand from someone giving me gifts. But no, going out to eat, that's a free meal. That's unexpected income. Being able to expense things through my job, that's unexpected income. I don't have to occur those costs anymore like my cell phone bill. Mm-hmm. Being able to travel and have points, that's unexpected income because I'm not paying anything except for the $13 in taxes. 
So once you open up your mind to a new way of thinking, you'll start to see how you're automatically manifesting what you really want in life. So it's almost like set it and forget it. You just have to believe and you have to have faith. Cool. Yeah, I would add on to that, that the way Joyce describes it, and I kind of, you know, this made a lot of sense to me when she described it this way, but that everything in the universe is energy. Everything is made up of energy. So whether, you know, like you said, that time isn't real, it's just sort of something that we all subscribe to. And the thoughts that you're thinking, the actions, what you're saying with your mouth, all of these things are energy that end up kind of telling the universe what your reality is or what you your reality should be or what you want it to be. So if you're constantly like putting out negative thoughts or negative, you know, you're saying negative things, then the universe is like, oh, that must be, you know, what you want or what your life is. Like, I don't know. I feel like you have to get specific about what you really want, what your goals are. And then, like you said, writing it out, embellishing it, talking about it as if it's already happened and already like it's already real. Um, like there's a story of Jim Carrey and him doing mm-hmm. a lot of visualization where he was li- literally living out of his car, you know, but he knew deep down that he was talented and that this goal was going to come true of him being a famous actor. And so he wrote himself a check for a million dollars. I can't remember the exact number, but I think, I think it, was, it was, yep. Yeah, a million dollars. And he dated it like two years in the future. And at this point, he was literally living out of his car and struggling and not getting jobs. And he kept getting rejected over and over and over again. But he would just sit in his car and imagine himself and seeing himself being this famous person, being successful, having the career that he really wanted and that he knew deep down was his truth. I think that's part of, you know, related to having the faith is just knowing that deep down, like, this is my truth. It just hasn't happened yet. And putting those thoughts out into the universe, it's all energy. It's all coming back. It also makes me think of the scientific study that was done that showed that praying for people in the hospital actually had an impact on them becoming better and them healing. Like people healed at a faster rate when they were being prayed for rather than people who were not. Um, And the catch, or what I think is really interesting, and obviously people are going to have all different beliefs. But what I thought was really interesting was during this study, it, had, it didn't have any impact on which religion people were subscribing to. They had people from all different religions praying for people in the hospital, and it still had the same results. So to me, that's saying like, okay, well, you really are putting that energy out there. Even if you're just thinking good thoughts for someone, that also makes a difference. Absolutely. And I totally agree with everything you said. And I just wanted to add on one thing that Joyce talks about is, I forgot which article, it is a science journal article. But when you're writing and when you're writing about your life in a positive way, you're creating new neurological cells in your brain to help you reprogram how you think. Because anyone who's listening or watching this, you are not who your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, teacher pastor, siblings, you're not who those people say you are. And it goes back to exactly to what you said about your truth. You know your truth and your truth may not be the same as mine or Lauren's or your parents or your friends or even your neighbors, but you have to know your truth, know your truth, own your truth and believe in it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's awesome. So, okay. So the next question is what kind of results have you received from your scripting practice? I know you kind of just talked about your, um, 
wanting to receive finances from unexpected sources, but is there anything else that you can kind of describe more specifically? Yeah, I would say the house that I'm living in, I I think maybe three years before I bought the house, mm-hmm. I scripted exactly what I wanted, how many floors, bedrooms, the type of neighborhood, um, two-car garage, town like I scripted everything. It's going to have a pool, it's going to have a gym, it's going to have everything. And I even scripted that I wanted my mortgage to be less than my rent. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean, I went into detail, right? Because it's, you can get the house, but then it's like, you don't want to offset. You don't want to forget anything when you script it. You want to script out every single detail. Right. And it's okay to talk about the financial part because I think a lot of times as people, we're afraid of that. Money can sometimes be a touchy subject. Sure. But the more that you just bring it out to the light and be more comfortable with it, the easier it will be for you to talk about. But in this home, I got this home. It was a short sale, way below market value. My mortgage is way below the rent that I was paying when I lived in Brookhaven, Georgia. I have awesome neighbors, awesome community. I have, I mean, I love this house. I have everything that I've ever wanted from this house. And another scripting opportunity that came to me was starting my own business Mm. and learning what I, what I've been doing in corporate and incorporating that into a business. So I'm helping companies with brand strategy of doing photography and that's more unexpected income that's coming my way. And it's also giving me the confidence to become an entrepreneur and to script that out and see what that's going to look like. If I want to be an author or international speaker or motivator, I'm going to write that out. I'm going to be speaking, I don't know, in China now, and I'm going to be able to motivate people from all around the world. And I just watch all of that come together. It just happened. That's so awesome. So do you also practice visualization or is it mainly scripting? Or do you say that's kind of an integral part of your scripting practice? Scripting is part of your spiritual regimen. And for me, I meditate, mm-hmm. I script, I vision board, I read. I read mm-hmm. a lot of books around Deepak Chopra, Osho, uh, even some of the books Oprah write. And I also attend the class with Joy. So those are my five, I think four or five regimens that I do to keep me in that spiritual practice. So scripting is just part of it. That's your prayer. But also with prayer, and medit- this is where meditation comes in, because scripting is basically telling the universe what you want. And in meditation, you're listening to what the universe is telling you. Gotcha. And yeah. that's where you have to make sure you don't want to just tell, 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 because you also have to listen. Yeah, I like that. I love that. Okay, so... How has scripting impacted the creative side of your business? I know that, you know, you have worked in corporate for a while and then you, you know, just explained how you've gone out on your own and sort of you're interested in becoming more of an entrepreneur and you have your own business now and you also do photography, which is really cool. Um, So can you explain some of, you know, the creative side of what you do and how scripting has impacted that specifically? Absolutely. And I'll even take you to the creative side of how I even created my website and what I want it to look like. And I wanted it to be me. I didn't want it to be what other photographers are doing or other people are doing around brand strategy. I wanted something unique. And if it wasn't for scripting, I don't think I would have had the confidence to do that. I think I would have mirrored what other people are already doing out there. And I've gotten feedback from some people that Um, that see my website and they said, oh, well, this part seems a little childish or this part should be like this. And this just seemed like this. And this is who I am. And 
Yes. That's what you believe. And that's thank you for the feedback, but my mind's made up and I stand strong in my truth. And this is what I believe in. I don't mind telling the world that I have a fear of spiders <laughs> or, um, you know, it's, I don't mind people knowing who I am. And I think that's one of the key things scripting does help with. And even with the creative side, because then you feel empowered as you start to see how, as you manifest smaller things, you start to manifest bigger things and it just increases your creativity and your mind and in your power. So now when I'm scripting, I'm scripting for fun clients and I'm scripting for clients that think outside the box because we always tailor towards what's comfortable. And why do we do that? So again, what I was saying earlier about the science journal article that Joyce talked about, it creates new cells in your mind. <laughs> your cat's like, Hey, I want to be involved. <laughs> um, it creates new cells in your mind to help you just think differently and to, and to think bigger and better. And I wouldn't be as creative as I am today or as colorful. Actually, I would be, but I wouldn't be as proud to show it. And scripting has helped me with that. That's interesting. So you feel like scripting has given you the confidence as well to like kind of unleash that creative side of you and without apologizing or without feeling like, okay, I have this corporate side of my career, but I don't have to necessarily implement everything corporate into my business or the way I speak to my customers. Exactly. I was terrified of starting my website and <laughs> talking about it at work because I felt like, oh, well, they're going to let me go. Like, what does this mean? Or do they think, you know, I have the safety net? Just all different types of negative thoughts went through your mind. I felt like and that I before to, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. And it's, it's when you script and when you know, and you, you believe in your truth and you know that the universe has your back, all bets are off. That's awesome. Okay, so we've talked about scripting, but just to kind of break down exactly what it is for people, will you kind of go through what are the different pillars of scripting? Like, how do you create balance in your scripting practice so that your life isn't, you know, your career doesn't take off, but your relationships are totally like falling apart? You know, like you want to keep Mm -hmm. that balance in the different um, aspects of your life. So what are some of the pillars of scripting? And before I get into that, I just want to say, because when I start to explain, some people may think, oh, what about work-life balance? My belief is there is no work-life balance. It's all life. Mm-hmm. And you have to balance everything because it's work, life, family, friends, career, technology, TV, relaxation, vacations, it's everything. And with scripting, the first thing I do is I normally script in the morning. So when I wake up, I thank God for waking me up. And then I'll do some stretches. I do some yoga. And then I script. And the first thing I script is thank you for waking me up. The second thing I script is I set my intention for the day. So that's really important. So today will be magnificent. And then I go into what's happening throughout the day. So I scripted for this podcast to go well. Um, I'm playing tennis later. I scripted that me and my friend have a great tennis match. So it's scripting about in the beginning, being thankful, setting your intentions for the day. And this is just how I do it. It's, there's no right or wrong way. Sure. And then I go into my pillars. So the six pillars would be spirituality, relationships, career, health and wellness. Fitness. Yeah, yeah health and wellness. I am, oh. yeah, finance, finances. That's finance. the other one. The fifth one is finance. And then the sixth is being um, grateful, just giving thanks and just being grateful. And then sometimes there is, well, there is also a seventh, which is fun. So you want to make sure you script fun in your life, which is all about that balance, right? Because then we can get so focused on career, 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 and then we forget about everything else. Right. And, and 
I think for a lot of people too, travel comes up, which could fall under the fun category, but that was something mm-hmm. you scripted for as well, right? Right. And then, so I scripted for travel. It's a great example. I traveled through work. I didn't have to pay for that. It's awesome. So, you know, you, you may script for travel and you're thinking, well, my bank account doesn't allow me to travel, but then you might get a job that does have you travel all around the world. You just have to be open. And that goes back to my beginning, my opening statement. When you script, it opens up your mind to something that you never imagined. Right. So yeah, so there's five, there's seven pillars. You script things the way you want it, what you want to have in your life. You embellish, you go into detail, you believe it, and you can build on your details, but give yourself two to three days, five days max, and then you forget about it. You don't really script about that specific thing anymore. And then you just move on to something else that you want in your life. And one day you may be inspired to be a poet. You script around that, then you move on. And again, it's about, you can have everything, just not always at the same time. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, totally. Um, And I think the way I do it, I try to structure it so that I'm not leaving out something that is really important um, so that my life does stay balanced but I'll do different paragraphs for each of the pillars. So I'll like Mm -hmm. title it, you know, like finances or spiritual growth or health and wellness, you know, and I'll kind of write out my little paragraph and I try to do it daily, but sometimes it's more like weekly, but I do try to keep it a consistent practice. But, you know, sometimes there's only 24 hours in a day and you have to sleep and (laughs) there's just things to do. But as long as you're consistently like coming back to it and keeping that focus and putting it out into the universe that, Hey, like, uh, I am, I eat healthy. You know, I eat plenty of vegetables. I drink eight glasses of water a day. I get eight hours of sleep per night. I exercise three times a week and I feel amazing. You know, describe how it makes you feel Mm -hmm. to be keeping, you know, your ideal health and wellness routine. And then, you know, talk about your spiritual growth. You know, I feel more patient today. I am closer to God. I am grateful. You know, I, feel these things in my body and I'm able to be more loving to people. You know, you can script all of these things. And at the end of each little paragraph for each pillar, I sign it like, thank you, God, or thank you universe. You know, you can do, like you said, it doesn't have to be exactly one formula. You can tailor it for what makes sense for you. But I think that being grateful aspect of, you know, feeling like you're healthy or being healthy, being, feeling like you're growing spiritually, like just being deeply grateful for all of those things for your relationship. You know, I have an amazing partner. I'm in love with my partner, you know, like describing, you know, we talk about everything. We have amazing sex, you know, he cooks amazing meal, you know, whatever you feel like you need and that's important in your relationship, scripting that out as if it's already there. And I swear this shit works. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) It feels magical, even though it's not, you know, we can explain it as energy and all of that, but it feels magical because when I started scripting, it was like, holy shit, like all these things are really coming true. Like everything that I've, that was really important to me. And I'm still, it's always a work in progress, but I feel like there's certain things that happened where I was like, wow, (laughs) I did not expect it to happen this soon or like the house thing. I wanted to be able to buy a house as well. And, you know, I had some ideas about what I wanted, but I thought it was going to be in a certain area of town that was more in my price range. And then I got the area of town that I'm currently renting in. And I, it was just to buy, I felt like it was way out of my price range. And I was kind of thinking, oh, I'll script for it, but that'll be one day, like 10 years from now, I'll be able to live there. And it just, I don't know, it just magically happened. Really fast, yeah. Really and cool. 
it's important for people to know you have to be careful for what you say because it can happen really fast and it, and it also can happen really slow. But what's important is when we say things, and it's really important in scripting, and I forgot to mention this, try to use positive words only, and which means not saying no, don't say what I won't do, not, nothing with not, don'ts, won'ts, can'ts, nothing with those with the n-word you don't you do not want to have any no's or nots in your scripting if you are let's say your manager makes you i don't know file paperwork and you dislike doing that and you can say okay even though i dislike filing paperwork for my manager he or she recognizes my true potential and i am working on bigger and better projects that serve me and my purpose now that's and, awesome. Yeah, you turn it into yeah. a stepping stone instead of exactly. a oh, life sucks kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Or, and, and that's a great point, right? Because we're great at playing, playing victims. Right. And you can say, I now have the voice and courage to speak up to my manager and say, I prefer to work on something more meaningful. Because a lot of times people don't know. They're giving us something they don't know if we do or don't like. We have to speak up. Right, and right, right, right. Yeah, and scripting, again, goes back to that confidence that you can find in scripting. And taking ownership of your life. I think exactly. that's a huge thing. Is When you said the word victim, that really clicked in for me because I feel like a lot of people are kind of caught in this web of pain. Mm-hmm. And they do see themselves as a victim and they feel like they don't have control. But when you start a scripting practice, it gives the control back to yourself and that you really are in charge of your life and you are creating the best life for yourself. That's right. And taking even back if, your power. Yeah, taking back your power and even if it hasn't happened yet, believing that it's going to. Absolutely. And it was something you mentioned too. I don't want people to feel ashamed. Remember, this is your God. So you can script about anything. And I mean, you mentioned that you script for a great sex. It yeah. took me a long time to do that because I felt it, it was the, the past religions where it was like, oh, yeah. you can't talk about it. It's so taboo. And it's like, well, wait a minute. This is my God. This is what I believe. Why won't I script about that? And it's God has created us to have fun and to live the life that we want to live. Yeah. And it's okay to talk about the scary taboo things. Yeah, of course. And I mean... I would say too, that when you're in the habit of scripting, you're wanting things that are healthy for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, like if you feel like waiting till you're married is the healthy thing for you to do, then that's what you should script for. For me, that's not my personal choice, but I, yeah, I wanted that relationship that did have great sex. I mean, who wants to be in a relationship with? (laughs) (laughs) So Think about it, right. There's so many people, men and women out there that are, and they haven't taken back their power yet. Yeah. And what, and yeah, and then you feel like a victim when it's like, well, what can you right. do when you start right. scripting and imagining these situations where, you know, maybe you do love your partner, but maybe their sex drive isn't where yours is, you know, and maybe it's just like cultivating, you know, that environment where it is going to be able to spice things up or get them in the mood or, you know, mm-hmm. just change your relationship. You know, there's certain things in relationships are so complicated, but changing that yes. dynamic to <laughs> getting to a place where, <laughs> You know, or that you're just you're, grateful. You're happy. Yeah, that you're happy and you feel grateful and fulfilled for all the positive things that are happening, but also not being complacent, like actively scripting for the things that you want more of or that can just be better, even if it's already good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you also want to script 
in this case, for your partner. And yeah. I think a lot of people need to realize that that's okay too. You can script for your mom and your cousins and you can even script for the cashier at the grocery store. <laughs> and it goes back to embellishing. I, I'm going to have a perfect experience in Kroger now. I'm going to find everything I need on sale. The cashier process is going to be easy. There, No one will be in line. I mean, you can, I mean, really go in and embellish. Like it's just, and watch it happen. <laughs> I will have the right and perfect parking space right there front by the door. I mean, go into detail. It's really important. How much time do you spend scripting, Tara? I would say between five to seven minutes. I okay. usually know so what I want to go directly into. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you probably aren't writing like a long thing for each pillar every single day. It's just more of like what's on your mind. It's what's right? on my mind okay. and what, yeah, like what comes to me that day and, and what's yeah. been, I guess, bothering me. But I am okay. going to try your technique on doing each pillar. I am going to try that a day. And I script every day because you want, oh, and that's another another point. You want to continue with the energy. You want to mm. keep your vibration high and continue to manifest and to attract great things to you. The moment you fall off, and I mean fall off for weeks, months, years, you will mm-hmm. see your life turn right back to where it was. So you'd be back to being the victim. You'd be back to in that job you don't like. You're back into living with your parents, which you dislike. You know, you just get back into that low level negative flow. Yeah, totally. I hope I never do that because <laughs> ever since I've met you and started scripting, I feel like I've been fairly consistent. <laughs> so got to keep that up. Okay. Has scripting helped add balance to your life? And if yes, how? It has because it allowed me to pay attention to areas that I was neglecting. And as you're scripting out those pillars and what I used to do, I used to pick a pillar a day, but now I think I just have so much going on. I need to like really do what you do, but it just allowed me to focus more on family. And anytime I go back home to New Jersey, carve out time for those who matter. Mm-hmm. And before I would just go up there, see my friends, hang out. I have my cousins who want to hang. I'm like, I can't, I'm sorry doing this. And then you realize that you just can't see everybody. So you have to really set your intentions to who you want to see and spend time with. And that helped me target who's important to me and who I am important to. So it's, it's that two-way balance. Scripting also helped me balance and it helps me build my wealth, which is what I want. And it allows me to say, hmm, why I, sh- I should have an account where I'm just traveling and focusing on that. It allows me to save and then I should do what I want out of that account. Same thing with the house. Okay, I have a house account. Let me just, now I can go and get, I don't know, my laundry room redone or buy new plants and just garden or buy a new refrigerator. And it's, it, you're building your wealth. Mm-hmm. and you're spending your money for what you want to spend your money on. And the smart thing Joyce taught me on day one, never say you're, save, you're saving for a rainy day. Because if you say that, you're automatically assuming that that negative day is coming. You mm-hmm. save just to save. You save for what you want to save for. You set goals, and you just watch it happen. That's really interesting. I don't think I've heard her say that, but I like that. You don't yeah, want yeah. Yeah, to put that rainy day out there like it's <laughs> like you're ready for it. And, it's, it, and the universe is like, okay, like... Here's your rainy day that you asked for. I kid you not. I have a coworker I used to work with at one of my my first job ever. And we still communicate through text. And mm-hmm. she's always saying, oh, I'm saving for a rainy day. I kid you not, Lauren and viewers, every month she has something going on with her home or her car or something at work. 
where she has to take off and miss pay and have to use that money. She's like, all the money I saved is gone. And her exact words are, but that's my rainy day money. And I told her, you should stop saying that. And she said, no, it is a rainy day. And she's so caught up in victim, right? It's like, no, like, I have to say it's a rainy day because that's what it's for. And I'm just like, well, if you think about it from a positive, you're saving. I said, well, if you didn't have the money, then you wouldn't have been able to get your car fixed. So good thing you did have it. You know, it's not a rainy day. You're just preparing. You're in preparation for your car. You're ahead of the curve because then if you couldn't get, if you didn't have the money, if you couldn't get your car fixed, then how would you have been able to go to work to make money, to save again? And she's like, no, it's just all for a rainy day. I'm just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have kind of a funny story as well. And it goes back to when I was doing my yoga teacher training and my yoga teacher said that she had this aunt. She's from South Africa. So she had this aunt that was still living there. Yeah, but they would still talk. And she said her aunt's favorite line was, oh, I just feel like I've been hit by a bus. You know, and she would say it all the time. And I kid you not, She's, she lived, but she hit, she was hit by a bus. She got like hit by a, an actual bus. Whoa. Yes, I know. It's like, yeah. Thing. And my yoga teacher was like, seriously, be careful what you say. Your words That's matter. Right. Because yeah. if you say it that much, then I mean, it's just like you're manifesting your reality. And it's just, I don't think that as human beings, you know, we're so used to, or we're so disconnected, I would say from nature sometimes. And mm-hmm. I don't think we realize how powerful our, words are that we're putting out there and that, you know, and our, our ten- intentions block well, and talk, but I think it's really awesome that you set your intention every morning and that you're so, you know, <laughs> I don't have a better word, but intentional about <laughs> how you're going about your day, you know? But I, I just want to add on for your viewers, think about what Lauren just said around the woman who says she gets hit by a bus. She feels like she's been hit by a bus. She was so connected to that feeling and what it might have felt like that she really manifested. And that's how you have to get when you think about marriage or the house or the car, you have to feel and visualize yourself having it. And she probably visualized herself being hit by a bus and what it would feel like being in the hospital and the the trauma to rebuild yourself back up and the pain she really felt addicted to that pain that she had every day. Mm-hmm. And she really brought that to life. And that's a great story because now switch that around to, I want to be CEO of JP Morgan Chase. Visualize yourself as that CEO. Think about this, the money that you'll be making. You know, create, and, and Joyce does this really well. She creates this, um, she tells you to create this fake, ba- well, I don't want to say fake, this um, manifestation balance sheet where you say, okay, I'm making $10 million a month. I'm going to spend money on a yacht. I'm going to buy a house over here. Get comfortable with spending money. Because again, it's back to the taboo. Finance is a taboo. People are like, oh no, I have to save. I have to do this. No, get used to spending money because what scripting has also taught me, let go to receive what's supposed to be. So let go of money and get back and you can get more money back. Right. Money is a flow, right? It's not something that you have to hoard, like, you know, like a squirrel hoarding all of his nuts. Exactly. (laughs) Money. If you, I mean, obviously you want to be responsible and have your savings account and have your retirement account and those types of things. But after that, you know, like you just have to believe that like the money is coming back to you. The money is coming back to you. And like, you're only going to get more of it. Or like, you you know, that flow is only going to get stronger. That stream is only going to get stronger. But yeah, I think a lot of people are afraid. They have that 
again, this is kind of going back to my yoga teacher training, but that root chakra fear where they're afraid that, you know, it's the security things, the basic needs, the, you know, food, shelter, house, all those things. And when you have that deep fear in your root chakra, then you never feel comfortable, no matter how much money is in your savings account. You never feel like you have enough and you never feel like you have enough to be okay or that you're safe enough. And so I think that it's getting into that zone where you do feel safe, you know, and obviously you don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be stupid about it and like blow all your money on gambling or, you know, go to Vegas and like, but enjoy your money. Enjoy Enjoy it. it. Take yourself to the spa. Yeah. Take yourself, you know, hiking or go on a weekend vacay or solo, you know, spend your money. Enjoy it. Don't be careless, but enjoy it. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Exactly. Okay. So that's kind of funny that we came up with this topic because my next question was actually going to be, are you making more money since you started scripting? And if you'll want to go into that a little bit more, um, I'm happy yeah. to answer that as well. But Yeah. I would say working at the company I work for, I've never had to ask for an increase. It's always been given to me. And it's always been and I'm talking the annual increase and then promotion-wise. Mm-hmm. It's always been higher than what I thought I was worth. And that's just the universe showing me, aim even higher next time. And it's like just now, it's it just blew my mind. So yeah, so more money at my corporate job, uh, money flowing in, clients flowing in for my photography and my uh, empowerment coaching businesses. Mm-hmm. I have um, a few friends that do public speaking. They are, they, we set up a contract to where if I get them a speaking engagement, I get a percentage from that. Excellent. Um, I have someone else who, she's actually my career coach, helping her with her business. Um, I get a percentage from that. So it's money just comes in left and right. And then I even include interest. So I used to use... I don't want to say basic savings accounts, but I guess that's what they are. Bank of America savings or Wachovia. I'm not Wachovia, goodness. Uh, Wells Fargo. TD Bank. And then I opened up my eyes to high yield savings accounts. Um, was how I use Goldman Sachs. I mean, it's one of the highest interest rates that the country has. Mm. That's bringing in more money. So, it, I mean, and again, that opened up my mind to something new. Mm-hmm. That interest is unexpected income. Taxes, when you file your taxes, I've never, until I got the house, was never uh, a recipient of receiving money back. Just, I don't know why. I just, I guess the government felt like I made too much money, whatever. <laughs> so, but now I'm even getting money back from that. So everywhere you turn, I'm making more money and I'm getting more money and I'm also spending more money. I mean, now I can support my watch habit and <laughs> my jewelry habit. And, you know, I told myself, 2019 i'm gonna only start flying first class flights awesome and i want to start doing that I, now i have two people where i get my clothes made so i'm spending more money i'm spending it on a higher conscious level because this is what leaders do so if i want to become ceo or somewhere this is how they only buy they, they only fly at first class mm-hmm. they only get their suits handmade i have to start living in that world and living like that person that I like you be. believe it yeah yeah exactly yeah So it's interesting because I think that as human beings, we do kind of discount ourselves a lot. Or even if we're like, oh, I want to go for that promotion, kind of like you said, like you were always valued by your company more than you maybe would have valued yourself, um, especially Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And I think that 
that's definitely been true for me as well. And I mean, we tend to go after the thing that feels reachable. I don't know. I think it's, that's really interesting too, because once you start scripting and once you're in the flow, then things start happening and you, you know, things become real that you have manifested. And then you're like, oh shit, like I could have asked for more. Like I could have manifested something more like, and for me financially, I'll just, you know, kind of lay it out there for you guys. I was making about $60,000 a year. I was 31, I believe. And I'm a textile designer for those of you who don't know me and portrait illustrator. Um, That's kind of my Etsy shop side business. But in my day job, I'm a textile designer. So that was my salary. And I was scripting for in my job. I, I wasn't really planning on leaving my job, but I was definitely scripting for that kind of next tier salary. And I was scripting for about $75,000 a year. Um, And that felt very much within reach. It was still like a very big raise from where I was at, but I was envisioning it happening within my own company. And then it was really crazy because December came and all of a sudden all these recruiters started calling me and I had two different offers that weren't quite that much, but they were in that same ballpark. And then I accepted a new job and now like I'm not going to say my exact salary because I'm I'm probably not supposed to but it's definitely in that range and then it made me think oh well you know I could have maybe manifested even more than that and so then I would say for the last year or half a year I said no like my goal is to make like 250 a year and then the universe is kind of I don't know like I don't know if that's how it's going to come but I do believe that it's going to come And it may be, you know, different layers of passive income streams. Like I've, Mm -hmm. you know, I do so much more than just my day job, which I really love my day job, but I'm layered in, you know, I started selling clip art. Like I started selling different like portrait builders online. Like, and there's all these ideas are coming to me of other things that I can sell that once the work is done, Mm -hmm. it can just continue to sell over and over again. And so I'm really excited about that. And we'll see, like, like you said, it may take longer. It may happen really fast. Like you don't really know, but I see at some point in my future, you know, me making that amount of money, whether it's 10 years from now, whether it's next year, I don't know, (laughs) but that is kind of my next goal. And like, when I first started scripting, I never would have scripted for $250,000 a year. You know, like I would have never, never, never believed that. And I think especially to kind of being a designer and being an artist is sort of ingrained by society that, you know, you're a starving artist or that if you choose to have a creative career that you can't make money. And so I think that that has unfortunately held me back in the past, you know, not that I was ever starving, but I don't think I realized, you know, exactly where my career could go. But then you start to look around and you're like, oh, well, I mean, this is top of mind just because of her tragic death recently, but people like Kate Spade, you know, like she, she did it, you know, she's made plenty of money in her life. And I am really, really, really sad for what happened to her. But, you know, when you start just thinking of people that maybe you idolize or that you look up to, like there are plenty of designers and creative people out there that have made a lot of money. Um, So the fact that the whole starving artist story is so ingrained into us, it's, it's just sad and it's just not true. I was at a work event with my fiance, Mark, the other, like maybe a couple of months ago. And this woman 
I was telling her about, you know, she's like, oh, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. I said, hey, I'm a textile designer. This is what I do. I design rugs. Um, they sell to Target, this and that. Um, and she thought it was cool. And then she was talking about how her niece was an art major, but that in the same conversation, she went back to, but you know, you can't make money with that. So she ended up going to nursing school and it just made me so sad. I was like, what? Like, wow. I mean, I hopefully she'll enjoy nursing, but I'm just like, no, like, I feel like nothing creative. Well, it could be something creative in nursing, but not creative as being an artist. Yeah. And it just made me feel like she gave up this dream because she accepted this lie that I don't know. Yeah. And it's, and let me take back what I just said, because this is the path that she needs to go on and she might be the person to create something where she brings in, she can start her own art business and have sick patients paint in the hospital. And maybe nursing degree will give her that that thought and that possibility where she can actually marry the two ideas together. Right. Hopefully it'll be the right path for her. It just made me sad that that was kind of the belief around it coming from her aunt, you know, saying, well, you know, she couldn't have made money as an artist. So she went to nursing school instead. Um, And again, hopefully that there's a greater plan out there and that she'll be able to loop those two things back together and feel like she's, you know, in her purpose, but. Even before scripting, gosh, I was, what year was that? That had to be 2009. My uncle, who taught me all about business, said, oh, you have the demeanor to be a lawyer. You should be a lawyer. Got (laughs) into my head. And I studied for the LSAT. I was shadowing law classes. I took the LSAT. And as I was getting ready to apply, I said, this is not what I want to do. It just didn't feel right. It felt yeah. forced, and I and I knew I would have been miserable. And I said, I just wanted to get my MBA and work at a corporation and and travel the world and do things cool things like that and just be CEO level. And that's exactly <laughs> the path that I'm on. Yeah, but it's, awesome. yeah, it's it's very easy for people to get into our minds. And again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. You are not who your parents, uncle, pastor, grandmother, sibling, friends say you are. You are who you are. Right. Right. Oh, thank you for saying that. I think it's so true and so important for people to hear. Okay, so my last question is going to be, if someone is skeptical about scripting, what would you say to them in a nutshell? Start small. Start small. And and I say that because when you hear about scripting, you're like, oh, well, I want, you know, the 14-bedroom house. Start (laughs) small. Start with something that you believe you can't obtain because when you said you never thought you can think about $250,000 per year, mm-hmm. you had to grow into believing that. Yes. And people have to grow into believing and being comfortable and being prepared for what they want. Because if you were making $250,000 a year 10 years ago, you probably would have spent your money on so much stuff. You couldn't even, you couldn't even probably tell me where you spent your money on. So we have to consciously be at a level to accept and to receive what we're asking for. And that's also part of the energy and the vibration, making sure that you're on the same vibrational level as what you want. So start small. Start with, okay, I love a favorite muffin that Kroger sells at Publix. And it's been sold out for the past two weeks. State that it will be there when you go back into mm-hmm. Publix. The gas state, you know, gas is, prices going up and people are worried about the prices. 
script that gas is going down and script that there's no line at the gas station to give gas. You know, just start small with, and watch it happen. You know, script for unexpected income and you might find a dollar change on the ground. You just never know. A script, someone may take you out to eat for your birthday. So start small and build on it. Yeah. And, as you, and then that's how you build your confidence. That's how you build your power. Yeah. I love that too. And I think it makes me think about my sort of health and wellness pillar because I feel that when I'm writing it out, like, oh, I exercise three times a week. Like I got eight hours of sleep. I, you know, drink plenty of water. I just find that I am naturally doing those things. And that's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because as much as you try to like beat yourself up that you're not working out enough or you're not eating healthy enough, you know, like yep. that kind of doesn't work. <laughs> like yep. you just kind of feel shitty and you like don't want to, you know, go for a run. You know, you yeah. want to like sit on the couch and you know, it's just because you feel shitty and you're like, ah, but if you have Back to the positive, victim, yeah, it is exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But when you are talking about it in a positive way, you almost feel more motivated to get out and do those things. So I, I would say that's another one that's kind of like easy to do and like scripting it out isn't anything. You don't feel like you're asking for a pot of gold. You know, you're just like, oh, this is my health routine. I'm going to write it out and I'm going to be grateful for it. And I'm going to talk about how awesome it makes me feel. And then before you know it, you're like, oh yeah, I did. I did do really good this week. You know, like I, I feel great. So I would say that's one that's been really helpful for me. And like, and it's easy to see more immediate results, just, I guess, to feel good about, you know, that you stuck to it. Yeah, and I think even when you change your thought process, another way of starting small, you may not have a good relationship with your manager. Change your thought process. Again, stop playing victim. Yeah, yeah, try to understand them or, I don't know, I feel like when I've been in more managed management roles, um, I'm like, oh, this shit is really hard. (laughs) Like, like, it's not easy to manage. (laughs) It's not because it's... Yeah, is that and it's all around compassion. And scripting has taught me compassion too. Yeah, it taught me that people have trauma that they haven't gotten over. They have everyone has their something or somethings, and you learn to really have that unconditional love for all of those around you. Have you heard of the book "Reclaim Your Power" by Mastin? Someone I feel like I've he's been on a couple of podcasts that I listened to recently, and I'm gonna check definitely check it out. But his main thing is dealing with our trauma. Um, and that's kind of his I don't know, he's definitely like a business coach and wants people to live their best life, especially you know, all the way around, but when it comes to business. But I think that dealing with that trauma, he said, kind of you know, doing the yoga or doing the meditation sometimes is more of a band-aid because we're not calling out we're kind of I mean those are great practices to have but if you're not getting to the root of why you know something is holding you back sometimes I don't know I haven't read the book so I'm really interested to read it and maybe in maybe next quarter we could go on and talk about this book if you read it too that'd be cool yeah I could definitely add it to my list and I think relationships and that's when you script around relationships and your pillars for anyone who's listening and watching you want to script that relationship for yourself too, mm-hmm. not just for your family or your marriage or your, or your romantic relationships or the relationships at work. Who are you? How do you treat yourself? What are your boundaries? Because you have to have boundaries. What will you and will not put up with? And 
once you script and have a healthy relationship with yourself, everything that you just said, what you have to connect with and fix will come into the light. I love that. That's something that I haven't done, but I feel like I definitely need to do. That would be really helpful, you know, to talk about, oh, I like this about myself or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's so easy to beat ourselves up that being intentional about that practice and then starting to actually feel like it, you know, you like yourself more. Yeah. I mean, I put that I'm awesome. I put that I'm gorgeous. I turn heads when I walk into a room. Like I say all that stuff, like you, (laughs) you have to, you have to believe in yourself. Right. So it's, Oh, that's great. Yeah. I think we're just so trained to to be like, Oh, that's bragging or that's, you know, and and if it is, it is, but but somebody has to brag for us and why not us? Yeah. (laughs) Why not yourself? I mean, it starts with you. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, Tyrone, is there anything else you want to touch on or talk about Um, anything? Like, tell us a little bit more about your business and what services you're offering. So uh, my business, you can find my website on www.tyronewebjr.com. That's T-Y-R-O-N-E-W-E-B-B-J-R.com. And it's around two things, right? So one is photography which I do headshots, I do events. Right now I'm doing real estate photography. And my other is empowerment coaching. So I'm doing speech, I'm doing public speaking. Uh, that's one part of the empowerment coaching. The other part is I'm helping folks transition careers and also helping students who are leaving undergrad and they're trying to get into corporations. I know how all that works and I can coach them on getting into some of those corporations. And then lastly, I'm helping smaller businesses with brand strategy and marketing and communications and what their bios and how to really set themselves up as a professional business Mm -hmm. when it comes to networking. And I'm also actually writing a book Um, and it's around networking and I'm giving myself to Labor Day still from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And I'm just writing around networking, how you do it and why it's beneficial. And I have some other things that came to me in meditation that I'm working on and I would love to see, well, which will manifest, but again, it's going to be when it's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the book thing is new and I'm, I'm definitely interested and happy that I'm writing this because I get a, I have a lot of friends and even people at work asking me, well, how did you get that role without applying? And how did you do this without <laughs> you know, a network that acts? I know who the movers and shakers are and, yeah. you know, they're like, well, explain to me, how, let me just write a book on this. then I can just help everybody instead of having this conversation over and over again that's awesome yeah that's my bound on business that's that's what my business does I'm excited about your book I didn't know you. me too that's yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on this was a great thank you for having me and thanks for introducing me to scripting (laughs) yeah you're welcome all right see ya okay bye-bye hey thank you so much for listening to the design tribe podcast I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Here comes the part where I need to ask you for a favor. <laughs> Help a sister out. Next time you're in iTunes, please, please leave a rating and a review. Please? It only takes a few seconds and it would quite literally make my day. For real, it helps this podcast get found so that other awesome people like you can join the dialogue and connect with each other. As a quick reminder, we go live on the webinar version of this podcast. Uh, so to get notifications, head over to laurenlesley.com webinar series, or check out the Facebook group where we will be streaming on Facebook live as well. 
Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk soon.